Hi guys, I'm Juliet. Um, I'm in the March Squad, and I'm here with Henry, Francesca, Jeremiah. And so today we're going to be discussing um, March, the book March. And the first question that we're given for today's podcast is discuss different options and mean, means for protest and cite specific examples from the text, um, whether successful or not. And it asks us, what's the most effective way to make a societal change? And what makes one more effective than another? And why do you think some become more popular than others? Anyone want to pitch in on what they think? Yeah. So one example of a protest I found in the book March is on page 58 in the bottom panel. And it says, Dr. King, as a president of the Montgomery Improvement Association, led a boycott of those buses. Yes, I see that. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a really good one. one. As we were learning in class, like boycott is like protest. Yeah. Um, good one. Yeah, I think that one's a really good one. Um, on page ninety, I found that that John Lewis led a led. I think this was this one of the sit-ins when many many people lined up to go into the restaurant to be able to sit at mm-hmm. the bar area. Yeah, and since since black people were not allowed to sit at the bar area that's like a really it was this was a really big deal back then totally and i think it's really inspiring how Mm -hmm. so many people decided to come together to help um change this like really important matter yes yeah yeah i think i agree i also think like um i think like talking about making the most effective way to make a societal change I think when personally I think like a boycott is probably most effective or like a standing protest um as we like as we learned about today the boycott with like not supporting a company financially I think or even a sit-in I think that's also really effective what do you guys think Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I, a boycott is yeah. much better for protesting if you really need something to be shut down because it's a direct impact on the company because they can no longer make the same amount of money or sufficient money right. even so they can no longer keep keep um, mm. going unless they do or do right. what the uh, protesters want them to do. Right. Yeah. yeah. Jeremiah, what do you think? What do you think? Well, on page 85 where they did a sit in at a restaurant and mm-hmm. what they're yeah. trying to do is get make change because like they weren't allowed to eat there so what they'll yeah. do is they'll sit there and then they'll ask for the manager and then when the manager says you have to leave they left yeah and- well on page 85 weren't they doing like a practice sit in to make sure that they were like to make sure that their theory um, of the the restaurant not allowing them to sit there was true, but still, yes, like, it was. Yeah. But it like added to the like process of yeah. The it was the beginning of the start. Yeah. It was like the start. Yeah, and like that one was just to show how like even without having causing any violence or anything, how they're still like 
even if they're just sitting there, they're still like treated badly totally. and kicked out for no reason. And it's just, I think it's super unfair that that happened. I it's totally so, agree with so you. So unfair. Um, I totally agree. I think um, the reason, so on page 88, I saw in the bottom panel, it says, on February 7th, one week after the Greensboro sit-ins, we began our, so that's kind of when they, like, actually start, like, done with the, like, practice one, or the test their theories, and I just found that to be, I think, sit-ins at the time, I'm not as sure with COVID as they're, if they're um, as popular of a type of protest, um, they might be, I just, I don't know, um, but I think at the time, they were really popular, and I think something that makes, like, a protest more popular than like a type of protest more popular than another type um, is how many people do it. For example, a boycott is definitely, I would say more individual because you're like, you're personally choosing to not support a company financially, but like a standing protest or sit in, you have to have like a community um, to do it. What do you guys think? I think, I don't know. I think that, you um having more people is important but the hardest part is getting those people because on the boy for example the boycott on page 58 with the buses it was really hard for people not to take those buses because they still have to work a nine to five um, yeah and they have to get up and they have to get there on time so not taking those buses was definitely a huge sacrifice that I'm sure some people couldn't do. And that makes yeah. a protest more effective because, like a sit-in more effective, because it's a little bit easier for the people to do. So access to being able to do those protests is definitely a big um, part of right. how effective one protest is. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think that um, how Henry said, like, it was a huge sacrifice to not be able to take the bus to work even like and even if they had nowhere else no like they had no they didn't have anything else to go to work in so a lot of people had to walk and that's made them have to leave earlier and it was harder for them but they Mm -hmm. still decided to not take the bus because they wanted to change the system and how everything was and even if some people still wanted the system changed and but they couldn't because they had to get to work somehow. Um, that's how why it was harder because the people that um, the people that took the bus, even if they didn't agree with the systems of the how how it was, they still took it. Yeah. Okay. Um, should we move to the um, next question? Or anyone else want to pitch anything? Does anyone have anything else to say? Or should we? Um, I had this oh, one yeah, moment. Oh, Oh, sorry. No, go ahead, Jenna. Um, I'm looking for it right now, but, like, basically, yeah. Um, it was around page 58. I'm trying to find it, but, like, it was page 56. I found it. Um, he says on the top, Dr. King's message hit me like a bolt of lightning. He applied the principles of the church to what was happening now, today. It was called the social gospel, and I felt like it was preaching directly to me. Was one of, I think that's one turning point because mm-hmm. that's like, that's that. If that didn't happen, he probably would have never did all this stuff. 
Yeah. So the question asks us, um, at this point, what do you see, just to refresh everyone, at this point, what do you see as the turning points, um, for example, the moments that shaped who John Lewis became in his life, and how does the illustrator use visuals to demonstrate these significant moments in the text? Um, and so um, anyone want to say, I know Jeremiah just said a really good one. Anyone else want to? I have one on page 27 where John Lewis, a young John Lewis, is preaching to the chickens. Mm-hmm. And this is a big turning point because mm-hmm. this is kind of when I think he, the turning point happened when he really said violence is not okay. I don't like violence towards anyone, including chickens and animals. Yeah. And that was definitely a turning point because he spent his practically his entire life leading protests against unfair system because people were hurting but in the process of that he wasn't hurting anyone else uh physically yeah. so that was um when he realized that violence was not okay totally yeah yeah you also yeah. can see like on the panels like it's like shows the the different color like it's like all black on the bottom and all i don't know mm-hmm. I just observed that. yeah and um, it's led by the bible too so mm-hmm. the bible was definitely True. something that stuck to him and turned yeah. him away from violence. Francesca, yeah. Um, yeah, I want to add on. Also on page 43, it was a kind of a big turning point for John Lewis because that's when he realized that life wasn't only that, it's like segregation. Like right. when he went, when he traveled to, towards Buffalo and stuff, he noticed that white and black people were living next door to each other. And that's like something very new to him because where he lived, um, there was people of this different races did not live next to each other because that Mm -hmm. was a thing that like no one ever did before. And I think that was a big turning point for him because it was just new. And he was probably very excited because he said he bursted with excitement. Mm hmm. Because that's something that he never thought would ever could happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's a really I, big I'd love to like problem. elaborate. Like, I so I also like thought that was a huge turning point on page forty two and forty three. I also thought on page I think it's fifty eight. Um, yeah, it's fifty or sorry, fifty nine, and it's. I think this is. A huge turning point. It's a little similar to what Jeremiah said, but it says, Dr. King's example showed me that it was possible to do more as a minister than what I had witnessed in my own church. I was inspired. And so it says, like, it's explaining how um, how inspired John Lewis was. And when he heard um, Dr. King's, like, example of the sermon, it, he, he felt inspired to make changes in the world. And I think that was a huge turning point for him. Yeah. I'd like to add on to Francesca's on 43, um, mm-hmm. because this I agree with her that it's a big turning point, but not only for the reasons that she stated, but also for the reason that he learned how different races could live in harmony, which is something he hadn't seen before and something yeah. he used in his protest to not, not necessarily um, put the black community above the white, but make them equal. Right. Well, also, like, it just shows that, like, when he got a new um, point of perspective and like, like was able to take a broad view and see that like the world isn't only what, like there's more to the world than 
how he sees it, he was totally inspired and changed forever. Because, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Anyone have anything else they'd like to add? I, I do. I have one on page 52. Okay. Let's and go. this this is when he would he wasn't supposed to go to school because he had to help work on the farm because mm-hmm. of financial problems. But he still would because he knew that he had, he had a dream and he was dedicated. And yeah. this this is really a turning yeah. point because this is when he realized I know I can do something with my dream and I know it's important and I have to act on that. He, it's so it was worth the scolding that he got to pursue totally. his dream and go to school totally. and the education yeah. that he needed. That's definitely yeah. yeah. That's definitely a turning point for him, like in his life. And I also think like the illustrations really show that because there isn't there isn't that much going on in the, like the mm-hmm. panels it's just like a plain field and like the bus yeah. there's like a few words also it's like literally maybe like yeah and- but like the words like kind of mean a lot like i dash out climb yeah. on and be off but like it doesn't only mean in like the car it means like for his life totally, like yeah. totally it was like a starting point for him to eventually preach and lead many different people mm-hmm. and like be off into into his adult life kind of i think yeah yeah i definitely agree especially on the um bottom left panel on page 53 you can see the face that he's making and that he's stubborn he's dedicated he knows what he has to do and yeah. he's making the face that shows he won't give up he's going yeah, to pursue I see it. that that's what yeah, it's oh. really yeah good point okay well i think does that wrap it up for today? I think it does. Yeah. Yeah. Right, I just I'd like to add one more thing. Okay, yeah, of course, of course. See, John Lewis knows that he, what he did would definitely help, but it's not completely finished because what we saw in the summer with George Floyd, for example, it's still going on and we still see it. Although some things have reformed, we still see corrupt systems today. And I think that we mm-hmm. we still we have to look back at what he did um, and use his skills to reform yes. today. John Lewis. Yes. Yeah. And reform today yeah. how he did with the nonviolence because I think that works better because it gets the media mm-hmm. on your side, which is very important. And use his strategies like the boycott and sit-ins um, if we disagree with something today. I totally agree. I agree with that because I think that even though like John Lewis did so much, he, I think I don't know him obviously, but I think that he would want for like the future kids and people to follow in his footsteps. And even if it's not only like racial injustice, like for many different, um, for many different topics and subjects that, like the world needs help with, I think that jo- uh, that yeah. John Lewis's like I totally agree with you would be because... really helpful in that air- area. Totally. Mm. Um. Mm. Yeah, I think those were all really, really good points. Um. Well, I think that's it for today. Um. Thank you for listening to March Squad. Um. And yeah, thank you. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Bye. Bye.